These days, your calendar is supercharged and you find yourself having to pencil in when you need to breathe. As we're always moving and grooving between our offices, homes, studio, and out, we could all take some moments to spend time and hear from our faves and pop culture on what they're up to and how they keep it together as well. I'm your host, Kimmy Smith, a celeb fashion stylist, co-founder and creative style director of Athleisure Mag, co-executive producer and host of a number of shows in our multimedia podcast network, Athleisure Studio. When you plug into Punglo SK, you'll get to hang out with those that, regardless of their background, are juggling their busy lives and have words of empowerment to keep us motivated throughout our day. Today's bonus episode of Bungalow SK is pretty exciting and full of glam. I remember when Moulin Rouge came out with Nicole Kidman and Ewan McGregor. There was so much to love about the visuals, performances, music, and more. In addition, it's when I became mesmerized by power duo Baz Luhrmann and Catherine Martin. This film was made in partnership with historic Moulin Rouge, which debuted in 1889 and continues to have phenomenal shows in Paris. Flash forward to this summer when I sat down with principal dancer Claudine Vandenberghuk and Fanny Rabassi, who has worked for a number of years as PR for the Moulin Rouge. They sat with me in Times Square to talk about the historic Moulin Rouge, the shows, how Claudine preps, and of course, the costumes, as well as how and where they are produced. We also talked about Moulin Rouge Broadway, which just opened here in NYC, as an extension of the partnership between this iconic performance house and Baz Luhrmann and Catherine Martin. It's also interesting to note that during New York Fashion Week, the blondes, which are known for their over-the-top style and celeb-filled runway shows, will be partnering with Moulin Rouge Broadway to present their spring-summer 20 line next month. I would love to know more about like the Moulin Rouge, like from a historical standpoint, how long has it been around? What's its purpose? And why is it such an iconic, just cultural destination, as well as just showcasing amazing, phenomenal talent? Well, the Moulin Rouge first opened the 6th of October, 1889. So we're going to celebrate in October. It's 130th anniversary. Mm. Uh, it was first opened, of course, in Montmartre. Uh, um, the, the owner of the Moulin Rouge wanted to create a place where the French cancan, the iconic dance, could be seen. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was it's funny because it's very different from now, but at that time, the dancers were not professional dancers. Really? Uh, yes. No, they used to be uh, washing washer lady and linen maids. Linen maids. Really? And they were not professional. And another fact very interesting that the, the figures of the cancan, the steps of the cancan, were invented during one of the French Revolution called Les Barricades. Mm-hmm. And it was a way to mock, uh, for example, we have a, um, a, a figure in the cancan called the cathedral. Mm-hmm. The two dancers, they put their leg up together and it symbolized the roof of a church. And it was a, a way to mock uh, the church. Oh, and there's wow. another one called uh, Port d'Arme. It means that you, uh, you take your leg up and mm-hmm. it's like you're holding a gun. With the other elbow, you wrap it and you put it pointed uh, to your head and the leg is up and yeah you make a Yes, and it was a way to mock the army. So this is how it's, the cancan started. I had no idea. Yes, but wow. the, the, the Moulin Rouge opened, and uh, at that time, it was mm-hmm. the place where there was a huge uh, mixed city, mm-hmm. which was not very common, you know, in 1889. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. you could uh, meet uh, uh, the son of Queen Victoria, the Prince of Wales, or you can have, you know, uh, just uh, um, wo- normal workers, you know. Wow. So there was, and also you could come with a woman. It was not a place mm-hmm. for men, mm-hmm. and that was not common at that time. Wow. And um, I 
think uh, also what important thing, the, the important person who, who, who created, the, who make the Moulin Rouge more famous, sorry, uh, is Toulouse-Lautrec, because Toulouse-Lautrec, uh, the famous painter, mm -hmm. he painted the first advertising poster for the Moulin Rouge was created in 1893. And Toulouse-Lautrec painted the, the star mm -hmm. at that time, uh, not the Claudine of the time, called nice. La Goulue. <laughs> La Goulue, she mm -hmm. was a can-can dancer. And in painting her, and the poster was uh, uh, in all over the world in Paris, 6,000 mm -hmm. copies. Very uncommon at that time. Wow. And on this poster, she has a can-can skirt, and she just put her skirt up, and she show her bottom. Mm -hmm. Of course, she has a long, you know, she's not wearing a G-string at right. that time, mm -hmm. but she had the long... Um, um, oh, the bloomers. The bloomers. Yeah, the bloomers. Mm -hmm. And that created a big scandal, and this is how it started. You know, everybody wanted to go to the Moulin Rouge and see the Gulu performing. Mm -hmm. Of course, nowadays it has changed. There's no more scandal mm -hmm. uh, surrounding our dancers. But yeah, the main difference is that having your head that at the beginning there were no professional dancers, mm -hmm. and now, but Claudine will tell you about right. that. If you want to be a Moulin Rouge dancer, it's a hard job. Wow. And we still, we still uh, mark Le Gulu in the show. Oh, um, as well, she still exists. Yeah, we we this throughout the show, it it uh, like you said, the French culture is mm -hmm. all there, and it's quite clearly displayed. Wow, for people to see. Yeah. So, what is your background, being a dancer, and how did you get to the Moulin Rouge? Yes. So, my background, I am classically trained. Mm -hmm. That's very important for all our dancers, and mm -hmm. uh, they have to be classically trained. I started at two and a half. Uh, my mum is a teacher, mm. a classical teacher. Mm -hmm. um, I did my full time in London in Rammer School of Ballet and Contemporary Dance Wow! Um, at the age of 15. And then I auditioned for Moulin Rouge. Whoa. Uh, I think I ended up at Moulin Rouge Paris at around 20. And I've been there ever since. Wow. Yeah. So, so what is that like? What is your day to day like? Uh, my day-to-day -day is basically just staying fit and mm -hmm. um, doing uh, classical classes, Pilates, yoga mm. during the day. Also rehearsals sometimes during the day. Mm -hmm. um, I also do some modeling, so sometimes modeling during the day. Mm -hmm. And then um, in the evening we go in, we have two shows, one at seven, one at wow. nine. Uh, sorry, one at nine and one at 11. I go in at half seven. Wow. Yeah, and I start with makeup. Mm -hmm. And very quick. Some people think that it's big, long, but mm -hmm. because we're doing it every All day, mm -hmm. six nights a week, oh my God. it's it's very, uh, two shows. Well, we do our makeup once, but we have two shows every night. So it's very uh, quick transition. Wow. And then I do a big, big warm-up. Uh-huh. Yeah, warm-up's very important. Absolutely. I mean, that's just so, being someone who, you know, I run the magazine, but I'm also a celebrity fashion stylist. So when okay. you're talking about doing lots of different things you can get it down to routine like what are your basic makeup musts that you do every night red lipstick mm -hmm. is a must the eyelashes are a must they're they're two very iconic uh that you don't go on stage without either right. of those two things um what else blush nice less bronzer more blush mm -hmm. for the lights mm -hmm. um so a pinky red blush and what else would i say a good base because we're really mm -hmm. working like it's a professional Absolutely. dance show production. You need a good base, mm -hmm. otherwise we'll we'll just won't look the part. So how long is each of the shows? I know they're two separate shows, but an hour long? and forty-five, and it's sixty girls on stage. Yeah, and boys. And we have a cast, boys and girls. Wow. Yeah, we have lifts. We have we're full. We're full production. Yeah. yeah. Now was the original Moulin Rouge like that too, with so many dancers? Uh, there was less dancers, but uh -huh. there was more. Um, there was it was really different. You 
have the dancers who perform the, the can can, mm -hmm. and then you have singers, you have you had acrobat. We still have this kind of people, you know, acrobat, yeah. jungler. Yeah. So it was a wow. mix of artists at the beginning, and they kind of kept the mix, mix of artists as well, yep. going back yes. to how it used to be. Mm -hmm. as well. yes. So how many outfits do you change into? We have I have twelve changes. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah, uh, everyone wow. has twelve changes. Wow! We've do you guys have dressers that help you? Twenty-five. Wow! Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. One thousand costume backstage. So right. If you come, and if you have the the, the, the chance to mm -hmm. see the backstage of the Moulin Rouge, you will see one thousand costumes, and we use all of them every night. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Each the girl. The budget for the uh, creation of the show was around uh -huh. four million dollars when we created the show, yeah. just for the costume. That just is for insane. The costume. Because all our costumes are unmade costumes in the Moulin Rouge workshop. It's like haute couture. Right. So there's a team that's always there that creates the. I mean, how many times do things have to go back in terms of getting, you know, like maybe retouched up or, or redone? Or is, if something's ruined, is it just ruined completely and you start from scratch? No, like, what's fact, your... no, after the second show, the dressers, they see if there is a problem in the costume. If there is a problem, they put a little note. And in the morning, the uh, sewing ladies, they call. Seamstresses. Mm. Yes, yeah, seamstresses, sorry. Mm -hmm. The seamstresses, they arrive at 8.30 in the morning and they will look after the costume who had a problem the day before. Then after during the day they look after a series of costumes. Mm -hmm. When the costume is too old, we mm -hmm. cannot do any repairing. Right. In that case we decide to create a new one. But you have to remake the series. So for example, if we decide to do new can, -can dresses, mm -hmm. we will have to make 20 copies of them and it can take months. Right. Because we do, you know, handmade and uh -huh. it's adjusted to all the dancers. So they, they come for a lot of um, tri uh, trying on. Trying yeah, on. Yeah. Yes. Fishings. Wow. Fishings. And what's that process like for someone who is trying to be um, a Moulin Rouge dancer? Like, is it like months of, you know, I think of the Rockettes and what they do. And clearly you guys must have a long period in terms of the tryouts and all these different things. Yeah, well, I went through a four hour audition. Uh, where they they tried, uh, we have to we had to do all types of dance, jazz, mm -hmm. classical, lyrical. Everything was test acrobatics as well. See what you could do for their the can can. Yeah, yeah, very important. And also what performance quality you can bring. I mm -hmm. mean that's very important with my role mm -hmm. as the lead of the show. Also yeah. the performance quality, and um, because we're leading the show, we're telling a story, mm -hmm. constantly seen in the center. Yeah, it's very important that you can also act out the story and mm -hmm. connect with the audience. Absolutely. That's very important for me. So how would you say your role is in the Moulin Rouge? Um, well, what we call in France a meneuse de review, mm. a leader's show principal dancer. Mm -hmm. um, I have various different parts that I play. I don't play the same part. Oh, nice. At the whole show. Mm -hmm. um, that's great for me. It's great that I have that opportunity to mm -hmm. change yeah. and play different parts because mm -hmm. that's what's so interesting for me personally. I love that. Um, my first number is um, the first part that I play. Mm -hmm. is, uh, it's quite nostalgic. It's looking back. It's romantic. It's um, nice pour de bras mm -hmm. um, in white. And then I totally change and we're into red. Mm -hmm. We're into more lively... Uh, real Moulin Rouge flair mm -hmm. about that number then we go through a, to a faraway land it's kind of exotic mm -hmm. uh, the girls and some of our dancers come out in as birds big feathers different mm -hmm. colours mm. um, pirate scene mm. um, some really nice lifts there the pirates do and I, I play Medusa mm. so yeah I'm <laughs> yeah, delighted <so> <laughs> Totally different. Totally exactly. different. That's just an example of mm -hmm. some of the changes we go through. Um, Medusa is amazing part. Obviously, everyone knows her. And if mm -hmm. you can't convince the audience of her, well, then they're not convinced. Yeah. So I have to do that very, very well. Wow. Yeah. 
Yeah. Wow. And then the rest of the show, there's also, I play, um, we have a circus section, mm -hmm. you know, we have jugglers, um, clowns, mm -hmm. different variations of different clowns, uh, a Russian dance, mm. um, yeah, like, a, like the circuses in town in Paris. Yeah. And then it's our medley section, which mm -hmm. brings us through um, famous uh, females in France and mm. uh, women through the ages. Wow. there and yeah medley of French songs yes. yeah medley Pierre, yeah famous wow and that's where I French. play the Gulu who was a muse mm -hmm. of Toulouse-Lautrec wow so which why, is great fun well I mean it just seems so beautiful so why are you here in New York now um, we're here to uh, have a look at the new Moulin Rouge musical. Mm -hmm. We're going to attend the premiere. We're nice. very excited. Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to support uh, the dancers in and the performers, I should say, in their um, their conquest of the Moulin Rouge. Wow! And yeah. were you involved in that for the Broadway production in terms of like either consulting or just making sure it was true to the heritage? Um, Yes, a little bit. Not we, It was. A, it's a long partnership with them, and we mm -hmm. started with Baz Luhrmann, you know, in two thousand and one right. for the movie. Wow. So it's a long partnership, and uh, of course we are protected our brand. So yeah, mm -hmm. it's a common work. And uh, but it's very nice to think that uh, after such a long time, because the Moulin Rouge has been here for almost one hundred and thirty years, that it still is an uh, uh, inspiring uh, artist, you know, mm -hmm. who want to do a musical or a movie about it, and we're very proud of that. Yeah. And we said we have to go to New York and be there at the premiere to support wow. the artist and the creative team. Yeah, we're That's just amazing. so happy to be here. Wow, so yeah. you're, I mean, you must be so excited. Will you be on stage too? I won't be <laughs> on like, stage. No. I won't be on stage, mm -hmm. but I am going to wear uh, my traditional mm -hmm. um, Moulin Rouge costume, mm -hmm. dress, one of our outfits, um, worth $15,000. So I'm going to be um, showing that off on nice. the red carpet. Mm -hmm. So uh, watch this space. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Oh my gosh, that's fantastic. I mean, will you do other kinds of partnerships? like that. I, I love the fact that I didn't know when the movie came out that you guys had worked with them and now I can understand why there seems to be a lot of symbiotic nature between the two. So will you continue to do that? Well, the, 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 the brand belongs to the Moulin Rouge. I mean, right, so exactly. That's why. Yeah. So, yeah, we have some project, but I cannot say anything yet. yet. So it's totally fine. Yes. No, we had so many of our, our readers that were just like, wait, like the movie. And even when I got the invite, I was like, this is like the movie come to life. And to hear, like, mm. that's just fantastic. Wow. I mean, are there, I don't, I mean, it sounds silly to say, but are there like museums that people can find more information about it? Like if we were to go to Paris to see the show, are there other places that also support that type of information? Well, we have the Toulouse-Lautrec paintings, which are kind mm -hmm. of, we have them in the foyer, in the Moulin Rouge, oh, yeah. nice. Some that you can't see other places. Mm, nice. And, and also, you can have dinner at the Moulin Rouge yeah. before the really? show starts. Yeah. Yes, oh, and wow. we have a very good table. We've been rewarded recently in a very famous gastronomy guide, so it's part of the experience of the Moulin Rouge. You come, you have dinners as an orchestra, you can dance during dinner. Oh, my God. And then after the show starts, so it's a full evening. Is it, Michelin, is it a Michelin star restaurant, or I'm just asking? No, we are in the going. Oh, okay, yes, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. yes, yes. Wow. Yes. First time ever for a cabaret, so we are very proud of that. Our chef, David Lekelec, is great. He's doing a very good job because we can have up to 450 dinner a oh day. Oh, my God. We have a capacity of 900 seats mm -hmm. per show. We do two shows a day, so... 
1,800 people a day, but we can uh, have up to yeah 450 That's people amazing. having dinner, and it has only an hour and a half to sell them the best food. I think so there's 20, 26 chefs. I think 26 working. Yes. yes. Wow. Yeah. Yes. Intensively. That's amazing. I so the the anniversary is coming up in October. You yes. Said. Are there special events around yes. that? Yes. We're going to do a special event on the 6th of October. Okay. Stay tuned. Okay. Yeah. All right. we'll, we'll keep watching the space. Oh, yeah. my gosh. So since you're so busy, how do you take time for yourself, you know, rest your body with, with all the stuff that you're doing? Like, how does that work for you? Um, well, we have one day off a week, and mm-hmm. we also have holidays. Pay- oh. Yeah, obviously, all our holidays are paid, and mm-hmm. we're very well looked after with um, osteos and mm-hmm. physios, mm-hmm. and we have options to take classes to keep that, to maintain that technique, mm-hmm. and that's all really important as well. Absolutely. Um, um, so we, we're very, very well looked after there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been such a pleasant experience, and that's why I, I'm there seven years. Well, yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. So what are your three go-to foods that are like your power foods for energy? And then what are three splurge foods that you enjoy? Oh, okay. Well, it's athletes your mag, after yeah. all. We yeah. like going both yeah. sides. <laughs> um, so what do I like? Energy foods. Uh, a good steak. Mm-hmm. Um, what else fish is excellent Mm -hmm. so steak and fish yeah um pasta Mm -hmm. and like a a sweet potato with avocado Mm -hmm. that's very good Mm -hmm. um so anything with sweet potato really i find i find i can do a really good show Mm -hmm. um if i've had sweet potato with chicken and carrots or just something really quite plain but that mm-hmm. fuels me. Wow. And I need to bring snacks for in between the show. <laughs> oh my God, I can't even imagine that. Yeah. Is it better for you when you have a longer period between shows or when it's tighter because your muscles are really fluid? When it's tighter. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, mm-hmm. some people think, oh, you only have a quick, but actually it's much better if you just eat and go back on, mm-hmm. because, go back on stage because you can't, it, otherwise it's too long, you get cold and you start, you start where you are working nights. So sometimes you, your body thinks it's stopped if exactly. it goes on too long yep. and mm-hmm. then you start to get tired. So it's mm-hmm. better if you just keep going. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. I love pizza. <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, Indian food. Nice. I love Indian food. Like, um, so I'd love, yeah, that type of food. And also like a good burger. Yeah. Those are solid. Those are yeah. solid burgers. Yeah, they're really good. Exactly. Yeah. So like, what is, what are you thinking about in terms of the remainder of this year as you continue with Moulin Rouge and being this principal dancer? Like, do you have goals that you're looking to achieve or the impact you're looking to continue to make within the brand? Yeah. Um, I'm constantly trying to grow. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have, obviously I am the minister review now and the lead of the show. And um, I always want to grow. Mm-hmm. You know, we have bring in an audience and I have to maintain a standard and grow on that standard mm-hmm. to constantly try and be the best that I can be. Yeah. Um, whether it be performance, whether it be technique, whether it be just adding a little nuance mm-hmm. there or my eye line is very important, you know, yeah. not to look down, not to look too high mm-hmm. and to try and bring in the whole crowd because we have mm. a big crowd. Yeah. So I try and always not just look always center front, but take in the people that are sitting on the sides. Mm-hmm. It's very important because you try to connect with that audience. So Absolutely. I'm constantly always trying to, especially in my position, to connect with an audience. And mm. um, that's very important. And um, moving forward this year, well, this was great. Yeah. This was a super highlight, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the fact that I'm going to be representing Moulin Rouge on the red carpet. I've been to New York before. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love New York. So to get to bring what I love to New York is very special for me. Well love um, Also, then there's always photo shoots. You know, mm-hmm. Moulin Rouge is constantly... Um, 
inspiring not just in dance but also in fashion and yeah. things like that people want to shoot on the Moulin Rouge stage mm-hmm. and they have various ideas around wow. that so um, yeah that's oh that's what's uh, there's always surprises mm-hmm. um, so I, I don't people probably know what's coming more than I and even you're like, know I don't know but I'm yeah. here for it yeah I'm here exactly <laughs> I want to see you at the Moulin Rouge in Paris now I'll take you backstage oh my god maybe. I would there's be like there's lots ah. going to be going on because mm-hmm. it's our 130 years mm-hmm. so you're coming at a really good time yeah and you can explore mm-hmm. what I, well what I don't know yet well do come and see us in Paris oh, I can show you around so my dressing room and yeah my actual yeah, dressing room oh I would just be like yeah this is only yeah. tiny still, bit of even what we a have. tiny bit I was just like and I will take you to the uh, costume workshop because it's worth to see yeah. oh my god the yeah. feather workshop is beautiful yeah and I the backpacks you haven't seen any backpacks I yet. know when you were talking about the back- like, beautiful weird, backpacks beautiful backpacks like, that light <laughs> some of them light up and everything you know, they're they're really they're really spectacular. Oh, the backpacks no, I are mean, it's just beautiful. I mean the craftsmanship. It just and to be able to do all that dancing in them and they hold up. Like, they're the best just, materials, mm-hmm. that's why they hold up. It's only mm. the best. Wow. Yeah. You must do a lot of massages afterwards though. <laughs> yeah, as in as in yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Because it's like when things are so heavy at foam the foam roller. The foam I am rollers. all about a foam roller. Just yes. roll. But you know, all the, the performances are very short. Sometimes you can wear a costume for two minutes mm. or three minutes. So even yeah. if it's heavy, yeah. you know, you don't wear that long. Yeah, that's true. Because most of your numbers are between you know, what, two and three minutes. Yeah. Holy but, crap. Well, can can is the longest, but yeah. otherwise, yeah, the finale maybe three and a half minutes or something like that, or four minutes. Rolling rolling foam roller and mm-hmm. tennis ball on the feet because we wear mm-hmm. high heels. Yeah. So the foot is in one position. Mm-hmm. That's the difference between classical and contemporary. Yes. So mm-hmm. tennis ball, normally when you're doing your makeup, yeah. you can start warming up like that. But we always try to make to find solution to make the costumes more comfortable. Right. But yeah. still, it's I mean, it's just wow. And lighter. Yeah. I have yes. new hats now. They're lighter than yes. what they used to be for Medusa because I have my hat for Medusa. It's mm-hmm. just all snakes. <gasps> and they, it used to be a lot heavier because I wore the old ones and they right. made it lighter especially it for me and if it, and for my my head to fit me so it's really comfortable on nice. me nice yeah wow yeah. wow so just the process of bringing a new girl on it's a lot because all those costumes have to be made for her and fitted to and her and fitted to her yes. yeah so mm. when we have we welcome uh, new dancers twice a year mm. in uh, springtime and autumn mm-hmm. the associate artistic director Miss Janet Farrow she goes around the world to recruit the best dancers mm. yes and so when the dancers start their contract they have one, one month rehearsal in that month they learn the choreography they learn how to put the makeup on mm-hmm. they learn how to dance with the costume and then we have our uh, seamstresses there and they adapt the costume yeah. on the new girl because mm-hmm. we cannot have one brand new costume among all the one you know you can exactly. see the difference mm-hmm. yeah. but they are all adaptable you know we have two you see yeah two sides yep. the, uh, zip, the zips, zips yeah. you know but shoes normally you have your own they yeah, make yeah. Your shoes own. you have your own you can yeah. dance wow. with other people's shoes yeah. well yeah exactly so it's unmade shoes yes by Maison Clairvoy who was founded in 1945 and they are the only one in France who can do uh, hand, um, handmade uh, shoes uh, for artists wow yes Mm. Wow. Can can boots. Very important. Yes. The iconic can can boots. I love these yeah. shoes. They're beautiful, aren't uh-huh. they? They're beautiful. You can buy them if you want. Wow. You go to Maison Clairois, you yeah. can ask for the boots of the Monoge, but it's very expensive. Mm-hmm. Those but, are so uh, cute, though. Yeah, and they say that with one can can boot from Maison Clairois, mm-hmm. it can last for 2,500 can can. That's insane. He's, they've done a study on it. 
Yes, like clearly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a secret there. Because mm-hmm. where the girls do the jump split, you know, we have to protect them not to get injured. So yep. Wow. Yeah. Can, can you can't do on any other shoe with those. No, it's, it's too dangerous. Yeah. You, you would have a lot of injuries. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. my God. joining us on today's episode of Bungalow SK. Make sure to follow us on your favorite podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, SoundCloud, and Stitcher Premium. Bungalow SK is a member of the Multimedia Podcast Network Athleisure Studio, part of Athleisure Media and Athleisure Mag. You can see our show notes at athleisurestudio.com backslash bungalow-sk and follow us on Instagram at bungalow.sk to find out who we're talking with as well as what our guests are up to. I'm your host, Kimmy Smith, and I'll see you next time at Bungalow SK.